Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Kale and Company, as we continue, it is a Tuesday morning on the verge of bad weather, on the verge of the 9 o'clock hour. 855-839-1210 to jump in the conversation. Get us on the free Odyssey app. You can watch us live on YouTube, as many of you like to do. Uh, a lot to get to, including, I'm also seeing this. I guess uh, they uh, she was on uh, one of the Fox shows. I'm assuming Fox and Friends. Uh, not that this really should matter, but Judge Judy has officially endorsed Nikki Haley to be the President of the United States of America. <laughs> Judge Judy? Judge kind of random. Yes. So we've got Judge Janine, who probably is going to endorse Trump, and we've got Judge Judy, who's endorsing Nikki Haley. Um, I don't, is, what other judge shows are on TV? Is Judge Mathis still on? Who's, who's he going to endorse later today? <laughs> so a uh, big, big tweet coming out from Fox News. The verdict <laughs> is in. Why Judge Judy says Nikki Haley, the right person for the job. All right. Uh, let's get to some of the news. It's 840. It's time for a Dawn Stenzel and Big 3 at 8. It's the Big 3 at 8 on Kale & Company. Sponsored by American Heritage Credit Union. State of emergency declared ahead of this huge storm headed our way. National Weather Service has just issued now a high wind warning. So this is for Pennsylvania, across uh, Berks, Bucks, Chester, Delaware, Lancaster, Lehigh, Montgomery, Northampton, and Philadelphia counties as well. Delaware, Kent, Newcastle, and across South Jersey coastal areas. So these high winds expected wind advisories just warning everybody um, about this and so they expire tomorrow the high wind advisory that expires tomorrow morning early 2 a.m as far as the coastal flood warning that is in effect from um, this from right about now through tomorrow as well as these flood watches so many alerts being put out here and I want to just point out for the coastal flood warning that's that went into an effect already this morning, Delaware, Lower Bucks, and Philadelphia in particular. So this reminds me of, remember the images when we had the, the, the floods here and there were people doing back dives off of the uh, Vine Street Expressway overpasses? <laughs> It'll be a little chilly for that, but I think that the, the concern here is the Schuylkill um, the the river and obviously they've they've specifically put in lower bucks mm-hmm. for the for this so I just wanted to point that out to you a lot of warnings yeah and the rain continues through tomorrow morning so high winds um, a nasty storm moving through just want to give you, you the heads said up said the advisory ends at two a.m. so that's just in time for our uh, four a.m. wake up call yeah right so yeah. by the time we drive in yeah. it it might it might be drizzling mm-hmm. when we drive in tomorrow early right. but the the bulk of this happens pretty quickly. The heaviest stuff is is late is tonight. Oh, it's good to see the sales reps are coming in, so they're not scared about it. They're showing up for their Tuesday meeting. <laughs> By the way, breaking news: Tim Krueger on YouTube chat says uh, Paul Rubens has just endorsed Biden. Okay, well there Woo-hoo! we go. Pee Wee Herman's officially in on dun, Joe. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the joke is obviously that Pee Wee Herman yeah. is dead <laughs> and a pervert, allegedly. Yes, right. Uh, the Pope calls. Hey, he kind of got a real deal. To be honest with you, okay. free Pee Wee. What was he doing? <laughs> what you think? Ruben's got a raw deal for rubbing one off in the theater? Yeah, he was just—he uh, was expressing himself uh, in the theater. Want to pound it? Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. And then he just let my rub. I'll never let down that audio. No, talking about a Sorry, sorry, Don. Everything you is free game for my board. <laughs> so the Pope calls surrogate mothers deplorable. 
Pope Francis calling for a universal ban on surrogacy during a big speech in Vatican City. And he says that, I quote, I deem deplorable the practice of so-called surrogate motherhood, which represents a grave violation of the dignity of the woman and the child based on the exploitation of situations of the mother's material needs. A child is always a gift, the Pope went on to say, and never the basis of a commercial contract. A child is also an expense. Mm. I'm just going to say that. In, in, Greg almost spits up his coffee. In yeah. what world is a child a gift? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, gifts do come with a price tag. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love, I love my son. And by the way, Hillary Clinton, in related news, will be suing the Pope for using the word deplorable. Mm. <laughs> right. She yeah. has a copyright on that. She does. Well, the Catholic Church has long opposed surrogacy as well as in vitro fertilization because the Church says it depersonalizes conception and disposes of some embryos, which it argues is the equivalent to abortion. Advocates for surrogacy, and this this has gone viral, a lot of people debating this one, but advocates point out that it provides a path to parenthood for those who've struggled uh, to conceive, for couples you know, struggling with infertility, but as well for same-sex couples. Mm, okay. So the, cup, the Pope diving right into this one saying, surrogate mothers, deplorable. All right. Now, I know that in, in America, in different states, for example, California has been criticized. I did a big interview on this where people from other countries will come here, pay American women to be a surrogate mother, and that way the baby is born American. And so these wealthy countries do this, and, and it's uh, a contract, and they make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I know that there's an issue of maybe some kind of exploitation and money being made. I don't know that that's what the Pope is including in this but there there are some states in america that actually monitor this very carefully okay because of what's happening in california sure so i thought i'd put that out to you number three hmm i'm going to go through a billion dollars for the headline yellow school buses go green so this is the biden administration announcing that in fact we have um the good old yellow school bus and i went to school on a school bus (laughs) billion dollars for these school buses to become more energy efficient the yeah. electric school buses officially got a billion bucks yesterday I don't, I don't know about you but i i love the fumes that come out of a nice school bus Ugh. when you're sitting there in traffic I, I gotta say this too like we we go through this you know all of these uh, hoops we jump through all these hoops that now kids you know basically have to be in car seats until they're 10 years old i know but yet we we throw out a yellow school bus. There's no there's no seatbelts. It is pretty remarkable. It is it? the most dangerous vehicle on the road. I know. And we're I like, love electric school buses. And we're like, go to school, kids. Yeah. Don't worry. <clears throat> this this you know might be drug addict that might be driving you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with no seatbelts, right. it's fine. It's it's all good. I'm trying to think about. It. So we we had what? There's probably what 15 seats on a bus. You can fit two. You got a minimum of probably 30 to 40 kids on a school. School bus, a minimum, yeah. Fully packed. Yes. No seatbelts, standing around, throwing soda cans, spitballs, the whole bit. Bobby goes from row three back to the back. Johnny comes from the back seat up to the front to punch somebody for being bullied. I mean, like, why do we not have, like, legitimized 
forget this actual seat belts. Yeah. What about like actual bucket seats where like no, you sit in that seat, not just like a bench type row. Yeah, if they're gonna do something, let's not let's not worry about making the school buses green. Yeah. Let's make them safe. Right. You know, that's that's all I'm saying is yeah. that, you know, we go through all these lanes for you know, every car now has like dual airbags, side mm-hmm. airbags, back airbags. Right. There's ninety seven uh, buckles that you can use, the anti lock brakes, all of this stuff that yep. stops. And, you know, there's stuff in your rearview mirror that you can, uh, that notifies you if a car's next to you. Yeah, we have these yellow school buses with God knows who driving them. Right. Well, we know who's driving them. I'm going to start kicking serious <laughs> and, and, and they're like death traps. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they argue, yeah. they argue that seatbelts, I'm sorry, don't, this, is, this is a very touchy subject yeah, for this me. This is great. This is, they argue that seatbelts, if you if you buckle kids in, that's a fire hazard mm-hmm. because that that nineteen sixty seven year old bus <laughs> that you're driving around in might catch fire. Hey, true story. Did you know? Um, in some uh, school districts da- down in Tennessee, the bus drivers are responsible for the bus. They take it home with them. Like oh, in, great. In, in in Pennsylvania, you have like the big parking lot mm-hmm. where the bus drivers yeah. park all the buses. They get back in their car and they go home. In Tennessee, you take your bus home with you. Can you imagine? <laughs> All right, here comes Joe. It's the school bus again. Yeah, here comes Janine. I can't know I can smell it. <laughs> Great. I mean, where, where do you like? Where do you park a school bus if you live in a normal residential neighborhood? Yeah, like on the street in your driveway. <laughs> yeah, that's can you imagine? Pretty. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? I mean, I've seen a few cops that get to take their police cruiser home. Yeah, but the school bus thing is really staggering to me. <laughs> the uh, who knew that my school? I love that the school district of Philadelphia gets eight million dollars in the federal grant to double the size of its fleet of electric school buses. And this, after the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency under the Biden administration announced a round of these competitive grants and where they're going to green up our vehicles. But remember, EPA's Clean School Bus Program, which Kamala had uh, touted has awarded nearly $2 billion for 5,000 electric and low-emission buses. $2 billion for 5,000 buses. That's the uh, that's oh the word. God. Oh my wow. God, we're so worried about you know these dumb school buses being green. This administration's yeah. initiatives oh, are man. so butt backwards. It's it makes your head spin. We are sponsored by we are sponsored by American Heritage Credit Union. Increase your spending power in 2024 with an American Heritage Credit Union Cash Rewards Mastercard. Right now through January 31st, you earn 3% cash back on everything you buy. Just visit AmericanHeritageCU.org/slash/credit-cards today. Insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. Thank you, American Heritage Credit Union, for sponsoring our big three. All right, Don. Thank you very much. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. The number if you want to jump in social media at twelve ten WPHT, and of course on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash at twelve ten. WPHT. So we have a lot of good things coming up for the duration of the show. A couple of things that we got to get to. Uh, we've got this one study that talks about life outside of the city being better for both your physical and mental health. Surprise, surprise. We'll delve into that. And then two unbelievable headlines. Uh, one from California and also one of the most... Um, Shocking stories I've ever seen written from an op-ed perspective in the Uh, New York Times. 
when it comes to uh, a celebrity darling that the media can't get enough of. Oh, I'm glad you're getting to this. This is wild. Yeah. Um, But we did hear from Jimmy Kimmel during uh, the cut sheet with the Aaron Rodgers saga. So this is a good segue to wrap up the hour for a couple of minutes here. So the latest uh, Media Research Center watchdog poll comes has come out where they took a look at all of the late-night shows that throw out political humor, um, and I'll use that in quotes because 99 out of 100 times, they never really seem to be funny. Uh, but 81% of late-night TV talk show jokes that were political in nature targeted conservatives in 2023. The media watchdog analyzed, and this is pretty remarkable, all of the 9,518 political jokes that were told between the six major daily late-night shows, I didn't even realize there were six. I mean, I named three for you about 15 minutes ago, and I couldn't even think of the other three. And this ranges from January 3rd through December 22nd of 2023, and they found of the 9,500-plus political jokes, over 7,700 of them uh, took aim at someone or something on the right side of the political spectrum. The shows that were analyzed were ABC News, uh, ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live, Comedy Central's The Daily Show, NBC's Late Night with Seth Meyers, which i got to believe is the lowest rated of all of them. I'm surprised that show's still around, to be honest. NBC's The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, CBS's The Late Show with Colbert, and The Late Late Show with James Corden until its cancellation in April. And breaking down the data... Here are some of the takeaways. Of the 2,215 political jokes made on Jimmy Kimmel, 1,960, or 88%, were directed at conservatives. He was by far the most um, offensive in going on the attack against Republicans. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel roasted President Trump 762 times, whereas Joe Biden was on the receiving end of dingers 164 times. And how about this? He only made fun of Kamala Harris one single time. Well, I guess you really can't make jokes at Kamala Harris, who's really a walking punchline when you had blackface years ago, because then you would be labeled racist because then Jimmy Fallon and then people would be able to say, well, see, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel has a history of this. Uh, Coming in in second place was Colbert. Of the uh, 1,918 conservative jokes, 1,655 were in uh, the direction of conservatives, which was 86%. Uh, And then Colbert, uh, of the 1,918 political jokes that he threw out, 1,655 were anti-conservative. Seth Meyers with 84%. The Daily Show with 78%. So on and on down the list. This brings me to this conclusion. Do we really need six late-night TV talk shows, all of which are left, and they'll, they'll always be that way? But is there really a market for six of them? We've talked about the declining ratings. I mean, Greg, you've given us numerous stories and emails in the past with show content where we talk about the death of late-night. I mean... 
Is it me or is it way oversaturated for a market that's really, it's become... Yeah, it 100% is. But obviously it makes money for the networks. So they would, do they not they even wouldn't... care about the ratings then? Is it just about, well, if it's profitable, we'll, we'll keep it around? They, It's a new barometer that they, they don't care about the ratings. They care more about the uh, social clicks. Yeah. Because nobody, you know, very few people are up watching it. You right. know what I mean? So they they look more at, you know, trying to make stuff go viral. Like YouTube clips and TikTok all, and Twitter. All of that stuff. That's that's really where the majority of what they do, you know, what they care about. Plus, I've got to imagine, and maybe this is a little in the weeds, but if it is, I apologize. I've noticed whether it's NBC, they want you to stream it on Peacock. Mm. If it's CBS, stream it on Paramount. Like us, I mean, twelve ten WPHP. Stream us on the Odyssey app. Yep. It's always about driving to the app, which I'm wondering if they realize that they don't even care about the actual broadcast rating. They don't. All they, to your point, it's digital plus they're streaming, and it's and it's enough of a name like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Colbert are enough of a name that an advertiser would be like, well, yeah, I mean, that's their late night show. So yes, I would want, so, so yeah, like there's enough cachet still around it that people, advertisers still look at it and be like, yeah, that's a demo I might want to reach. So speaking of streaming services, by the way, a lot of people are outraged about the NFL playoffs this weekend. Saturday night, the eight o'clock game is the chiefs and dolphins only on Peacock. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have the streaming service, you will not be able to watch an NFL playoff game. Yeah, that is. Ridiculous. Is it on the red zone? Nope. Oh, red zone's done after the regular season. Do you have Peacock? We do. I, I do. Okay, good. we have I all do. that. Yeah, good. I'm gonna have to reevaluate all these streaming services. By the way, time to cut those cords too. I think. But the uh, red I zone, I don't use it. The red zone's worth it. Oh, the red zone's absolutely. That, that worth guy. It. That guy's amazing. Oh, he's Scott Hansen. Yes. Yeah, he's great. It's unbelievable. But you how talk he flips about back and forth. You talk about corporate greed. Like, you're going to charge Americans to sign up to watch an NFL it's, playoff game? It's coming. I'm telling you, we are we, in our lifetime, we will see the Super Bowl as like a... Pay-per-view? Pay-per-view yep. type event. I agree. Wow. <laughs> I'm, amazing. I'm telling you. It, it's just, I mean, look, the NFL's a... Uh, I, I mean, I get, they want to make money. Yeah, capital. But the NFL just prints money between the TV contracts and everything. Else. Now they're going to charge you to watch a playoff game on a Saturday night in January when there's nothing to do? Well, I mean, think about, like, you used to have to get direct TV now to get the NFL um, Sunday ticket. Now you go to a bar. Now the you bars can, are going to have it. Now you can go to YouTube. Well, like, that's if the bar is paying for Peacock. They are going to. Now it's YouTube TV, which means you, you need the streaming service in order to get it. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're already in it for, you know, they don't care about the consumer. No. They just want to make money. You know Amazing. what I mean? All right, final hour is coming up next, 855-839-1210. Two amazing headlines, one in California, one in op-ed from the New York Times. Where do you hear these mind-numbing stories? Kale and Company, 9 o'clock hour, next. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.